0: Today we are going to speak to you about something very, very interesting and something that everybody goes through in their life. I'm sure everybody goes through this, but it's
1: not spoken enough. Uh, is something that we think, at least. Yeah, hello everyone. So, as uh, Neil Lifestyle started with it, so this is Drunken Dabbler, uh, just to continue upon that. So, we were Randomly, Neil messaged me one night that uh, he's feeling kind of uh, monotonous, kind of bored about following a fixed schedule, and then how to get out of it. And then immediately I thought, uh, okay, he's putting this to me to a guy who works like a nine-to-seven job, who goes to <laughs> office <laughs> every day, stares at the computer screen, and takes so many uh, calls and whatnot. And then come back home and spend a few hours, you know, doing some exercise or just, you know, uh, watching something, eating and sleeping. So that's pretty much it, right? So how do you break out of monotony? But uh, I've actually read a lot of uh, topics on this. Especially, uh, I was very much inspired by this book called Sapiens. Okay, I've heard so, of that. Yeah, yeah, it's a very uh, famous book. It was It's written by... Yuval Nova, Harari. It's become quite a bestseller in the world. Okay. So what uh, the author says in that book is that the monotony that we all experience in the modern world is actually a creation of our own. Okay. It's a creation of the human beings when they move towards a civilized world. Hmm. Just to put it in perspective, Uh, imagine about 20,000 or 25,000 years back okay, so men, women, hunter-gatherers living in some cave so how would their life be like so the day starts really early so there will be like the strong men in the group Mm -hmm. in fact every single man has to hunt otherwise you can't survive so all the men like they wake up probably very early so that would be like kind of a, a chieftain of the tribe. So they meet, they strategize, they decide uh, which part of the jungle or which part of the, the African savanna mm. they're gonna go to hunt their game for the day. So they carry, carry their spears and then they start the day. So they keep traveling. So imagine this process, uh, it's gonna be really random, right? So they exactly. visit the same spot and for some reason, they wait there hours and hours, no deer or gazelle yeah. passes by. So again, now they have to re-strategize. Mm. So they head out into a different part of the jungle. So now, look at the kind of skills they have. They need to have to survive in this environment. Yeah. So first of all, uh, you need to clearly know the path. There is no maps. Yeah. So you need to know how to get in, how to get out. You need to know the lay of the land like the back of your hand. And you need to know where the really dangerous animals are, which routes to avoid, and uh, you could, there are so many small things, right? Even there could be a poisonous frog or an insect which could bite you and then, I mean you're gone. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's like color games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so imagine like these guys need to have like so much amount of, it comes from practice, experience. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why uh, the elders are respected because they pass on the knowledge. They tell you, if you go there and see this. Uh, Blue-colored flower, don't even go near it because they know it's poisonous. Okay, yeah. So this kind of knowledge has to be, you know, assimilated within you. There's so many, so many things you need to know before venturing out the jungle, and and every day you face with new novelty, a new challenge, like a new environment, like okay. a new animal to hunt, mm. and and there's a great bit of uncertainty here, like yeah. Okay. Your skill is being tested every single moment, every single day. Exactly. If you're not uh, up to the mark, then yeah. you're not going to hunt that day, and your family and you are going to go starving. Yes, exactly. So for them, they never know about this concept of monotony or boredom because their life... So they never questioned it. They never questioned it. So but gradually as we became civilized, we started agriculture, mm. and then we found we out that you know, we could just sit in a place and get our food done for us yeah. then we started like holding food we had we had villages we had towns we had cities and now so we are all uh, we don't have we don't actually need the kind of skills that uh, 20,000 year old hunter gatherer needed yes to survive all we need to do is just specialize in one thing like some of us are specialists in, in engineering one for automobiles yeah, and some of us are specialized only to do number crunching, like investment analysis. And some of us are specialists in just sales, setting stuff. Yes. So we all became uh, specialists, and so that's why so we do our own specialization again and again and again. So we feel, we experience yeah, the monotony yeah, that comes been, with it. There's been a good background about
0: the stems, the origins, origins of uh, uh, monotony, and. Um, I also, when you said that when you used the word specialization, I remembered uh, my grade 11 textbook where I learned about uh, Ford, Ford Company, where Henry Ford uh, implemented division of labor. That was one of the first um, signs and implementations of uh, uh, monotony in the workplace. And that actually helped Ford at that time increase their revenue sales and efficiency so that's an interesting
1: uh, yeah he's kind of the first person to bring in exactly. like assembly line concept yes assembly and, line uh, bring in, uh, efficiency yeah So, but with all this specialization
0: and all the benefits to um, division of labor and assembly line production uh, there comes a certain level of routine that is in everyone's life and this yeah. creates Just create boredom at the end of the day.
1: What do you think? Yeah, of course, then uh, just to answer that, like what do you do when you feel bored? Why do you think there are so many, so many recreational activities out there? Mm -hmm. So it started with people just wanted to go out and after the uh, long, hard day of work, they just wanted to go out and dance. So then they invented some bars and some places to go out and socialize to have Mm -hmm. a drink at the end of the day. And then uh, they thought that we uh, could actually have a lot of fun seeing other people doing things hmm. which normal people can't do. So what did they come up with? What did they come up with? What do you think they came up with? Not hmm? sure what you're referring to. No, it's just. Uh, so you want to do something crazy yeah like you want to be like this uh, guy who goes out in a in a a jungle exploring yeah and then face some kind of adventure yeah like uh, fight some bad guys then get go get your treasure so but you can't do that of course Mm -hmm. so how can you live that okay experience without you doing it these are the are you talking about the shooting clubs we have today no 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 something more basic let's okay. say in 1940s when things uh, that world. started so at least you can get the visual experience of somebody else doing it okay movies movies yeah bang so so that came to like movies another form of uh, recreation so and it still continues right mm-hmm. I mean every single day if you feel bored the one simple thing that you can think of is just turn on the, the, the television yes or in these days like Netflix and yeah. websites and streaming services exactly. since 10 years to this day since
0: 10 years or so you have social media there's so much so much to do always but um, this there's a point I want to bring up over here because uh, it's quite interesting that now we have so many things to do now we are in some ways we are spoiled by choice we have like we have a choice to go for a movie or we have a choice to spend that one hour we have free on social media we also have the choice of going out to meet a friend at a bar um, but some people still find their life um, monotonous because they still have the same routine everyday for example they go to work from 9 to 6 come back and from 7 to 8 they are on facebook for example then 8 then eight to 9 they are doing one specific thing and 9 to 10 they are doing one specific thing so even if you are doing many many things uh, you, you can, still, it can still be monotonous
1: because it is the same yeah, everyday yeah I think I get your point because you are so initially when you do it you are kind of uh, absorbed yeah. into it, oh, there's a new show on Netflix and then you go binge watch. Yeah. Then after it uh, gets over, then what next, I mean, uh, or you pick up an activity or you suddenly enjoy going out and just uh, spending some time roaming around in the mall hmm. or I think it's more for the ladies, they just go out and, you know, they love shopping. Yeah. So after a point you feel that you're doing it again and again, then it becomes repetitive. So what's the solution that I can think of is one thing is there is a lack of uh, passion. So if you do something with a lot of passion and you have a dream in mind, then I think automatically you feel that every sing- single time you do the activity again, you feel that because now uh, you are counting your progress. Yes. So you have uh, this kind of a uh, like, like you, you get this dopamine hit every time you achieve a new level, you unlock a new level. So for example, you start to learn boxing. Mm-hmm. And then so first you are really good with like an uppercut. Yeah. Then the next level you are good with jabs. Then, yeah. you know, you go, you level up. So if you do something with passion and then you are keeping track of your progress, Yeah. and you, uh, you know, if that, that's your thing, then that can be boredom. And you are also developing a skill yeah and you never know you could become big mm. in whatever uh, field that your passion lies exactly that Some is one thing yeah which i can think yeah. of to beat this uh, yeah. monotony otherwise definitely. if you just want to do many different things i should i would say that uh, you need to mix and match mm.
0: yeah definitely one thing i've started uh, doing in my daily life whenever whenever i'm going to beat uh, any kind of routine is uh, even I would change or amend the simplest, the simplest activities. For example, if I'm going to work, uh, following a, the same route, I would take a different route just to feel different. This, uh, change my route to work or play a different kind of music to feel different. Because at the end of the day, you have to realize that uh, your your physical psych, uh, physiology affects your psychology tremendously. So keep looking for ways to um, change your physiology. That's one way I would uh, change my
1: routine. Yeah, that is uh, interesting. So you yeah. take a different route and then it gives you this whole, like, uh, the feel of exploration, right? Exactly, it does. So yeah. you don't know, okay, well, this is something new. So where does, if I take a left, what's there? If I take a right, does it again lead back to my home? Which is this a new route I find to go back to my yeah. home. So I think it's the, the novelty. We spoke about this uh, in one of our other episodes about travel. So why travel appeals to people is because of the novelty of new images, new land, new things to explore, uh, new people to meet. So if you somehow kind of uh, uh, inculcate this in your everyday life, then you can be bored or you will feel more uh, energized to do something also i would say that it's not everybody uh, who sees this monotony imagine somebody who is in a profession that meets uh, new people every day yeah yeah i can think of probably in the olden days there used to be these traveling salesmen mm-hmm. they used to knock up every single uh, house and then they used to uh, give a demo of probably uh, a vacuum cleaner or you yeah. know some kind of a, a machine whatever they are selling yeah. So for them, I think it's it's a new challenge every day. They meet new people, new houses, new streets, new part of the town to explore. Maybe uh, if you would interact with them, they would say that, no, it's not very uh, you know, monotonous. Again, probably artists, for them, uh, they are performing the same thing again and again, but they are performing it to a different set of audience. Mm. In different venues. In different venues. yeah. So uh, it could be a different experience for them. Or people who do improv, like an improv stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. So they have to come up with uh, you know their, their gig on the spot. And every day, it depends on the audience, right? Uh, you know how What kind of input they get so that they can improvise their comic yeah. sets. So they might feel like every day is a new exactly. day. I mean, even though it's their job, they are doing it. Yeah. But uh, they will feel that it's a new experience every single day. Exactly. I like the points you mentioned. For
0: sure, because I believe the element of human beings and people If you get if you get a lot of that in your daily life, and you get to meet people, and uh, you get that at the same time you get an adrenaline rush by performing, then I think um, I think that those people uh, don't suffer from this syndrome or this feeling a lot uh, of routine life and monotony. That's yeah, I agree with you. I also believe that. um, Sorry, I have a question to ask you, the audience. Do you believe there is a direct correlation uh, always between someone who has a less routine or monotonous life and is there a correlation between that that and happiness or can can um, something very routine make you the happiest also? Um, what do you guys think?
1: Let us know what you think in the comments. Yeah, we'd be, we'd be interested. Yeah, interesting. interesting. Yeah, up and have a different point of view, different discussions probably it could be another uh, topic for another video.
0: Yeah, who knows. you have any other points to mention?
1: Yeah, I would uh, encourage people to read this book, uh, Sapiens, and as you said, to research more on physiology and how it affects your psychology. There are so many resources out there. In fact, I was speaking about shopping. I think, uh, especially for the, the female viewers, this will sound very interesting. So, as I said, 20,000 years back, what did the men do? Every day they started their life. They went about getting their spears and out hunting. So what did the women do? They were gatherers. Mm-hmm. So they used to go to the nearest uh, lake or a meadow you know, where there are so many like, berries and yeah, those fruits and things going. And they used to pluck those berries, collect in the basket and mm-hmm. go back home. So do you find a parallel? So why in the modern day, how do they satisfy this craving? You go to like a new mall or a new shop, yeah. then there are new clothes or something to yeah. something that catches the eye. So you collect them, hold them. Probably you may not use it, <laughs> never know. But uh, it's still within us, at least the women. Yeah.
0: yeah. Cheeky, cheeky women. Which, 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 uh, which one of you women, if you are, if you obviously if you're watching and you're a woman, which one of you uh, get this immense satisfaction when you go shopping? Uh, Because I've actually met a few women recently who say who said that they're not into shopping and it's not their thing So that could be bullshit. Let us know in the comments as well I think we'd be interested to know if it's for all women or just there's just a category of women who are into shopping
1: Yeah, again there will be diverse views of course uh, the subconscious craving will be there But you can always control what you end up doing. Yeah consciously you can consciously you can yeah control your will uh, you can use your will to control your actions so. yeah let's speak a bit about uh,
0: depression because I want to ask you first do you believe that uh, a routine life or a very monotonous life is one of the biggest uh, so, uh, like,
1: causes of uh, depression today uh, I wouldn't say boredom yes okay. but uh, depression probably, needs not. Some, probably not it needs something Something more, uh, which affects you emotionally. Mm -hmm. So, I would say that uh, if you have a feeling of always underachieving, or you are not living up to your potential, or you are not being respected by your peers or family, you feel you are not getting that kind of a support. Or, if you feel that people are thinking that you are a failure, Mm -hmm. especially for a man, I think these are the like I said, five. So five kind of emotions, which, which, if, if it builds up a lot inside you, can lead to depression, and you can uh, start thinking about, you know, committing suicide, something like that. But again, uh, so, so you need to uh, have a strong will. You need to have that confidence within yourself. Like no matter what anybody says, I mean, have this. Kind of a DGAF attitude, and yeah, you know, keep going at what you're doing. And you, uh, you also yeah. uh, need to probably talk to the people who relate to you, mm. so that you can get some positive feedback. Yeah, it's it's about a it's a loop. So once you get the positive feedback going, then again it will reinforce you. You will feel that oh, I'm improving now. Yeah. Instead of thinking that oh, I'm doing, I'm becoming like. I shit every single day then you have exactly. the opposite feeling and it will elevate your uh, emotions and that will also affect your actions
0: yeah 100%. 100%. only only for the purpose of engagement from you uh, I'm keen to do a, a final uh, question which uh, I'd like an answer to I'd like I'd like your answers uh, you were speaking about we just spoke about depression and um, and then you mentioned uh, You mentioned a point where you said that you have to be on track of your own life, and you shouldn't be so affected by others' opinions and judgments. So, are you guys? Tell me honestly, are you guys uh, focused and completely on the offense in your own life, without, you know, without giving a shit too much about external opinions, or are you way too affected by opinions? Because, and think about it, because it's not very easy to answer this question. Uh, Think about it introspectively, whether. You actually don't give a shit, and you actually live your life based on your own terms, or are you affected by the rest of the world judging you? So we will be keen to hear that too.
1: Yeah, I would say you can't have a black and white answer for this because human beings are social animals. Exactly. Yeah. So we need to we need to I guess, we need okay. to live together, and uh, and and of course, when you <laughs> live together, other people's thoughts about you are going to affect. You. Yeah. So yeah, you need to find this sort of uh, balance and equilibrium to build with that.